Welcome to the Now That's Gaming podcast. Today we have a interesting topic and we also have some weekly backlogs. For this episode, I am joined with Tubby Moore from the YouTube channel, The Tubby Sandwich. How's it going, you guys? Uh, it's going to be really fun with the games we played this week. I actually played games this week. What? Usually it's, uh, yeah, it's weird. Recently I got back into like playing watching oh <laughs> <laughs> we're watching i meant watching because you must have been uh watching anime right yeah i've been watching like a lot of anime so during that time last couple months i haven't really been doing that much besides on my youtube channel yeah but now you're you're a hardcore gamer again oh yeah oh yeah I'm a hardcore hardcore epic gamer <laughs> <laughs> so for this week this episode we have a few games that are in our backlog that we'll be going over and uh i guess we can start with the first game i guess i can go first yeah go and for that it. is marvel's spider-man for the ps4 dun, dun, dun. oh my god by the way this yeah. is this is like my most i don't know ah it's so hard like the number so one far thing. how it's going is probably my number one superhero game <gasps> which used to be like wait a second one. better than batman better yes. than batman <laughs> it, it was so i was like really surprised because at the start even like at the start of the game it's like it feels so good it just gets you like straight into the game you just jump like, right into it yeah literally, literally <laughs> you just jump right into it <laughs> oh man i don't know how much you know about this game how much do you know tubby uh not much all i all i remember is people like complimenting the game and, and it's like movement mechanics kind of like a like an upgraded version of the playstation 2 spider-man 2 game that's all i know about it oh there's so much to that game that i'm not gonna say like a lot of stuff because i want you to experience it but there's like other mechanics and other like skills that you get through the game that you wouldn't expect and like how like deep it goes into it and i was like whoa this is really cool and even now like i'm i think probably like 10 hours into the game and there's still like a lot of stuff i'm still like unlocking oh, i feel man. like collectibles man oh baby get ready <laughs> well here's a question in the game is there a way to actually find the collectibles on your map like it does it actually show it where it's gonna be yes oh god well game over it shows it and you can also <laughs> press the right uh r3 button on the right stick and then it like shows like around you as long as you have these beacons that you like unlock different sections uh -huh. of the city otherwise it's like blank and then yeah it's much uh streamlined and it's not as frustrating like they're hidden and you can't see anything this one they show up on the map and also when you're going around swinging you can, uh, at any time around you, you can see by clicking a button. And that's really nice because it's not like out of the way. And it's like sometimes they're really smart and they actually put their uh, collectibles near a mission or a side mission. Oh, oh, man. Well, they're, they're just trying to entice you then. They're trying, oh, to, entice, they're trying to entice oh, you to yeah. not do mm -hmm. the main story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, what's the main story? I still haven't done the other story. <laughs> 10 hours in i haven't uh, activated a single main story yet 
Oh man, but yeah, like the the game itself in terms of the collectibles, they're really interesting. They're not just like put out there and like kind of mundane. Like everything that you go through, you actually learn more either about the characters or story or it's just like some fun things learning about the mechanics of the game and they're not just like there for <clears throat> collectibles, right? Mm-hmm. They're actually there for a purpose because you get these tokens that you can use to like use on skills and other things in the game. Okay, so there's actual purpose. Yeah, so you get you get stronger. Yeah. Oh yeah, you get uh, if you want to like get a lot of uh, upgrades and stuff, you should do those. You don't have to do them, but it, it definitely makes things easier. And there's another thing in the game that I didn't expect at all, but I'm not going to say it just because I want you to kind of experience like some of the cool stuff you'll actually find. But there's like a lot of different mechanics and stuff. But sadly, Tubby, I don't I looked through the skill tree because you were wondering before. Yeah. And you can't throw you can't pick anyone up. <laughs> Dang it. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, this may sound a little demented. <laughs> but uh, the reason why I kept asking Nakuso about that ability to pick up people and carry them is because back then when I was a kid, I would always grab the criminals I would literally mm-hmm. swing all the way to the top of buildings. I would just drop them off of the building. <laughs> and then I would dive all the way to the ground and watch them hit the ground. Now, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> this guy sounds like a psychopath. And you know what? You're probably right. But uh, it was just it was just entertaining, okay? Like, those, those types of sandbox games, you just want to test everything and do as much as possible. Okay? That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. <laughs> it was fun. And, I, and I'm and I'm glad uh, they decided to make another Spider-Man game. A part of me is also hoping that they make another Hulk game, something along the lines of Hulk Ultimate Destruction. That'd be pretty sick to see on, uh, you know, current generation hardware. That'd be really nice. But yeah, I hope they have Insomniac do it, man. Cool. Just because of the control, the controls in this game is one of the best I've like ever played. It's so intuitive of how you move around and so free. Like, very rarely does the camera, like, get in the way or mess up. Usually, they're really good about handling it when mm-hmm. you're in tight spots. But, oh, my goodness, just swinging around a city. Oh, that is, like, one of the most fun things ever. Definitely reminds me of Spider-Man 2. And I know, like, one time when I was just trying to think about something, I just, like, boot up the game, just, like, swing around the city and do, like, side missions and getting collectibles. <laughs> just, like, while thinking... Uh, it reminds me so much of playing on the PS2. It's like, man, I, I got teary-eyed. <laughs> I know. It, it sounds great. I'm probably going to... I definitely have to pick that up before the year ends, that's for sure. It looks so much fun. And it's it's nice, oh, it's nice too, so because it's, it's, it's nice to see Insomniac working on something other than the Ratchet & Clank IP. Like, they... Do you, like, in your uh, honest opinion, you think they knocked it out of the park with this one? Oh, yeah, of course. Right. 10 out of 10. 10 IGN. out of 10 IGN. It's a little something for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the game really makes you feel like Spider-Man. Oh, shoot. All right. You got me convinced. That's it. We're doing it now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would go more into it, but that would be like 30 minutes talking. <laughs> but I, I, I could spend 30 minutes talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say like... A, a couple more things, just because it's so so good. There's also instances in the game that I didn't expect, which was really 
like awesome and that is like sometimes you switch to other characters what i can play as the hulk and spider-man of course oh good good that's all i need to know (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's like like it's like other sections when you're just playing through the story it kind of switches and there's also puzzles in this one i don't remember if there were like puzzles in the spider-man for ps2 Oh, I don't. I don't remember. I just remember a lot of pizza, <laughs> a lot of delivery, a lot of pizza deliveries. Did they did they bring that back in the, in the uh, game? No, in this story, it, it's uh surprisingly it's this this is not, this is not a or something. This isn't a spoiler or anything. It takes place like after high school. He's like in college now. Okay, so that that means you're delivering stacks of pizzas. Oh no! There is stuff with cameos with the pizza, but he—it's a different. He's working on something different at the moment. That's ah, tied to the it. story. So that's pretty cool. It's a cameo. Oh yeah, I mean it'd be funny. Like, uh, <laughs> like later on, they actually have like a mission. We had to do that. It'd be pretty good. <laughs> Maybe they do. Who knows? Oh uh, no! I, I the like the game is still like there. introducing new stuff, man. <laughs> oh man, that sounds like a fun time though. I like pizza. Yeah, it's, it's great. And there's also side quests that actually matter. They're not just like thrown in there. You actually help <laughs> civilians. It actually matters? Mm-hmm. It's weird. New territory for me. Uh, so, so good. Like, yeah, for $20, like I would pick that up for like a full price. Like if it was 60 and like not even regret it. Didn't that game just come out last year too? Yeah, at the end of like, October or something. And I remember like beginning of this year, it dropped like 40 pretty quickly. Or was it like the end of last year? I think last year it dropped to 40. I think that was, that was a, um, like a Black Friday deal. So I'm surprised it dropped so quickly. That's, that's really weird that it dropped. I'm not entirely sure why, but uh, well, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> 100% worth it then. So how about you, Tubby? What you been doing? Hmm. All right. Last game I played and actually just finished a few days ago was Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Uh, this is actually the first game in the series that doesn't have the star of the show, Nathan Drake. And then instead, it focuses on one of the side characters, uh, Chloe and Nadine. And for a lot of people, from what I could see on the Internet, a lot of people actually skipped out on this game. One of the reasons being uh, it was considered like a side game. Because with Uncharted 4, the story already wrapped up. It was already done. They put a pin in the whole story and it ended like perfectly. So for most people, they didn't really see a need to play Uncharted The Lost Legacy. And on top of that, you know, Nathan Drake isn't even in the game at all. But Mm -hmm. you know what? I would say if you are a fan of the Uncharted series, I would highly suggest still playing the game because... Uh, Naughty Dog, they, they still, even though you've seen the different types of things that they could do with the with the whole series, they still they still tackle a lot of different uh, gameplay mechanics within this game. In fact, I would probably say that Uncharted Lost Legacy refines those game mechanics. I'm, I'm trying not to say what they are because it can lead to potential spoilers. But man, dude, the the, the game is great. I, I was I was a little hesitant at first with. Uh, not having Nathan Drake in the game, but man, the I think her name is Claudia Black is the voice actress for uh, Chloe, and then Laura Bailey is the voice actress for uh, Nadine. 
And I, I, I thought it wouldn't work out with just having only two, focusing the story on both of them. But man, they really knocked it out of the park with their performances. I, I, sh- I shouldn't even have doubted in the first place. This is Naughty Dog we're talking about. These guys. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, these guys are freaking artists, man. Like, they, they know what they're doing. They've essentially perfected th- their craft. And it's just amazing. Like, before this, I hadn't really played any AAA games. The last game I played on the PS4 was Tales of Basaria. But, like, an actual AAA game? Shoot, they, they really showed what, what uh, you know, what a big studio can do when it comes to games like this. Like, you can, you can see the freaking sweat on their faces or, like, when they come out of the water, you can see the water dripping onto the ground and leaving, like, footprints. It's just, like, those small details and the amount of animation that's in this game... I, I just completely, I, I, I forgot how much work Naughty Dog puts into their stuff because this is, it was insane. I love it. It's good. Go play it if you haven't given us given it, given it a try yet. It's less than 20 bucks. Now I'm promoting the game. I'm a Naughty Dog promoter, by the way. 100%. Uh, what, what, what's it called? I, I'm endorsing their products now. <laughs> it's a good game. G- how give, long was the it game? It's actually on the shorter end. It's around seven to ten hours depending on if you're going for collectibles that was another reason why people skipped out on it too because it was shorter but for the price that they're selling it they're selling for it now 100 percent worth it good game fun times yeah i started to play through the uncharted two and three and four i, I played the first one but i never played the other games oh yeah i'd say definitely go for i think they have the collection now yeah, they have a collection, which is the, I've seen it on the PS4. before at Walmart. Yeah, it's like twenty bucks. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was cheap though. It's it's twenty. I, remember, I, I checked the other day. Dang, that's crazy. All, all all of that, like all of those games, were like twenty now. Yeah, if that's a game series. Uh, that's a game series I highly recommend, man. Especially if you like learning about history as well. Good stuff. Because I remember in the in the. And the first one, it's like I liked it, but I wasn't like really like captivated by it. It was a pretty good story, like story wise, but the gameplay was okay in the first one. But I heard they like made it a lot better in like the sequels. Yeah, the the jump from the first one to the second one, you don't even recognize the game anymore. <laughs> like the amount of stuff they pull off in the second one is pretty crazy, considering that was a PS3 game. And that's mm-hmm. why it won Game of the Year actually for Uncharted Two. Oh wait, it did. Yeah, I won Game of the Year. Wow! Like a lot, and a lot of people, if you ask them, like, what's their favorite game from the series? Most of them will say Uncharted Two. That's because up to that point, they had never experienced anything like that before. I, I'm sure a lot of triple A triple A games nowadays go for those crazy set pieces that probably match it or exceed it nowadays. But during the PS3 days. When you said when you said a gaming set piece, Uncharted Two is the first thing people would think about. It was it was crazy. Hmm. I remember my friend talking about this one scene. Uh, it might, I think it's in the second game. The train. It's like you were on top of it. Oh, how did you know? He was, he was like talking yeah. about on top of the train. It was, it was like in real time or something. Yeah, the train scene. I do. I to this day, I still don't understand how they were able to pull pull it off with that kind of hardware. That was crazy. The train scene. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's crazy because usually with games like that, there's always like a loop. Mm-hmm. But I'm at the time being like, like, like 
<laughs> really crazy, like, what? How could they do that? That's impossible. Because I don't remember a game doing that before Uncharted 2. Maybe yeah. there was, but I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Uncharted 2 was crazy. It, yeah, all, all, you have to, all you have to say is the train. People will know what you're talking about. It's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. So yeah, if you ever play it, play through it. I'd say you can do the just do the main line. And then after you finish four, if you still have an itch to see, you know, if you have an itch for more adventure, I'd say do legacy as well. It's not it's not even that long either. Like a is short, there be, a short anime. Is there, <laughs> short anime. Short is there gonna be actually an Uncharted Five? No. From what I'm seeing with Naughty Dog, I think they're they're all focusing on Last of Us Two right now. So, okay. And I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's a need for it for an Uncharted Five. And again, we said that with Toy Story Three, and now there's Toy Story Four. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I also say with like Gears of War. Oh yeah, Gears of War or Halo. That fight. Finish that fight. Finish the fight. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Oh man. Uh, yeah, if you guys haven't played it, Uncharted games, or New Nakaso U2, highly recommend that game series. It's so good. All right, I'll make sure to give it a try after I finish a thousand other backlogs. Throw it in the backlog. <laughs> <laughs> Just chuck that in the backlog. So I guess we can go to another game I've been playing this week. Mario Tennis. It's free. Oh, the free one, right? What do you think? Oh, it's really it's really fun. It's surprisingly more technical than I originally thought it would be. There's a lot of different uh things in the game, a lot of different mechanics with the tennis racket and serving and lobbying and uh slicing and dicing. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a lot of different uh, techniques and button combinations that you do and they definitely the last one i ever played was on the n64 was that oh. the last one in general or was there one on gamecube there's one on gamecube and the wii i think oh was there okay. i can't remember man well here, here you talk i'll go search for it <laughs> okay well the last one i actually played was the n64 so going from that Oh, so this is like crazy in terms of the things that they added. And I really like the whole star mechanic and using your special ability. It's always fun trying to uh, break your opponent's racket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what I was surprised is that during this whole free week, the story is actually open. It's like the whole entire game. And the story has been really fun. It's like you just go through the game learning the mechanics the story kind of acts like a giant tutorial in a way but there's like other things in the game and there's like a lot of dialogue surprisingly and text it's <laughs> kind of nice to see i heard the story is pretty ridiculous too yeah it's uh it's not making sense but it's <laughs> mario game for you <laughs> but it's like in a good way yeah, in a good it's, way i like it oh the and last uh tennis game as, yeah, mm -hmm. it was actually on the Wii U. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash came out November 20th, 2015. I heard people didn't uh, like that one, though. Do you know why? Uh, I, I can't really say. I just I know, I know there's just negative reception surrounding it. 
And I never personally mm-hmm. played it, so I have no idea. Okay. Well, yeah, going through this one, I think I'm like halfway through the story mode and the way it plays is like really good. I really like the tennis aspect. It's like going back and forth. It kind of reminds me like of a fighting game in a way in terms of how you're going against your other opponent. Did they have so, uh, online during the free week? Uh, yeah, it has online. Yeah, you can do anything. Kind of online. It's like literally the full game. Oh, how was the online? Uh, it was good from what I played. Oh, I only played a few matches. So I didn't have any issues. The balls didn't teleport across the world? No. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> good to hear. Good, good. I'm a surprise. It's a really solid game, and I might actually pick that one up. Like It's fun enough that I might actually buy it. It's just, uh, it's crazy that I didn't really know at the time because I've seen like reviews for the game before. And I think since then they added like more content. Yeah, so, more characters too. Yeah, and they're free. And characters they added. <laughs> they're, they're free. Oh, frick. That's not weird. That's weird. Nintendo giving out free content? Holy cow. In this day and age? What's the catch? Hmm. No catch. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's still free for like a couple days, but yeah, when this podcast goes up, it's it's not going to be free anymore. But yeah, I recommend giving it a, a try if you can. It could probably be the story in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so there's no time limit. They literally just put the whole game out there. Yeah, for like a a week, right? That's Five days, crazy. six, seven. Yeah. Usually, these kind of demos, these time demos, there should be some sort of limit of where you can stop. Yeah, that's weird. This is like the first time they ever did that, right? For anything. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't recall of a time where they just literally you could just play the whole game through a demo. That's insane. I know, I know, Octopath when if when they did a demo, uh, they think they gave you like two hours. And the entire game was unlocked. You, you can literally do anything that you wow, want in the really? game. But the minute the two hours ended, of course, you would stop. But you could actually transfer your save data if you if you bought the game for real. So, hmm. That's nice. Pretty good. Actually, I wish uh, more RPGs would do that in terms of demos. Man, you know what, though? You know what sports game they do need to create? Which this could, this could actually be an entirely different video is the Mario Striker series. Dang, is that your favorite like sports series from them? Yeah, that thing that thing's intense. Like, I'm, do you remember? Do you remember what the last uh, Mario Strikers games you played was? Uh, the one on GameCube. But from what you remember, I think it was intense. Like their their ult their ultimates when they kick that ball and would slam into the goalie's face, and then there's like fire everywhere. Yeah, that that game is that's like Mario with attitude. That thing is edgy. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fun though. I don't know. I always remember, uh, was that a secret team or the robot team? I remember that team being really, uh, really frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys were hackers. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness. I think they had like a limit. Didn't they have like a limited, like, Ultimates or something? I don't know. It was really bad. Uh, I'm not sure. I, n- I never played, uh, Strikers, like the GameCube one. I only played the one for the Wii. Oh, that really, did the Wii one have like a, like a secret or like a last boss team that was like broken. Oh, every team was broken in that game. That game was hard. The campaign, those computers would cheat. They would jump over your goalie, 
teleport through your goalie. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Dude, they, the amount of dirty tactics they would pull off to, to get a win is unbelievable. Uh, it's, it's crazy. That's a game that uh, I only played that with like a friend. I never played it like solo. That's a really good like party game. Yeah, you you kind you kind of need a friend to get through that game on the hard difficulties. Is your usually I'd have it set up where like my friends or my cousins would just spend the whole time beating up the other players, that and that would leave me to open up for like a score. But mm-hmm. for some reason we would still lose. Like the computers are insane in that game. It's kind of scary. But yeah, another Mario Strikers would be fun. I like Mario sports games. They're always entertaining. Especially, I mean, I know we're off topic, but did you ever play the baseball one? That's actually a really fun one, too. Oh, I played a little bit, a little bit of it, but never really got to dive into it. Is it good? Oh, yeah, it was really fun playing that one. I also played that with a friend. It's weird. Actually, the the sports games I played only with a friend, and other than that, I like wouldn't have really like touched them. <laughs> Besides Mario Kart, I guess. But you know, I mean, Mario that's Kart. Mario Kart. <laughs> and so I was looking into it. Yeah, the last Mario Strikers game was on the Wii. Unfortunately, I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know why they stopped. Oh, developer next level games. Okay, yeah, they're working on Luigi's Mansion. That's why. Oh yeah, I'm re- yeah. Yeah, okay, we were talking no. about this before. That's probably why there might be one. I mean, eventually, I think they would if they if they sold well. I, I mean, think, it depends. Did Mario Tennis do well for like a sports game? Uh, I think it did pretty well. Did respectable. I think it's top ten. Uh, Switch games. It'd be wrong though. Let me fact check before we get called out. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 selling Switch games. Let's see. Yeah, top 10. 2.75 million, right under 1 2 Switch, the masterpiece. 3.01 million. Oh, dang. 1 2 Switch, Bird, and Mario. Really? And this is July 2019, so. Wow. Not too far back. Oh, there you go. Want to switch better than Mario Tennis. Yep. Well, confirmed. <laughs> and with that, here come the bombardment of dislikes. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. So, Toby, how about you? Oh, n- next next game, right? Next backlog game. So, I'll, after Uncharted Lost Legacy, I finished that one. I started to focus on Fire Emblem Three Waifus. And that game, man. Okay, so just to give a little background, the only other Fire Emblem game I played was Awakening for the 3DS. I don't have a whole lot of experience with the Fire Emblem series, unless you like count playing Fire Emblem characters in Smash Brothers, but I don't think that really counts. But man, this game is it's addicting, dude. <laughs> like it's 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 one of those games where you know you think you know what you're getting into when you start it up, but the minute you start it up, you you literally get over, overwhelmed by everything. Like there's like so much content in this game, especially like the like when I when I was first playing, like when I was going through all the menus and trying to figure out how everything works. There was mm-hmm. there was like so many tutorials and <laughs> menus to, to shift through. Not as much as Tales of Berseria though. That game still had tutorials going like 30 hours in. <laughs> but man, Fire Emblem. 
it's weird because it's almost like it it's still a fire emblem game at its core you know it's a strategy rpg but it definitely has a lot of elements from like the persona series where you know you can build up relationships with your students and the staff in the school uh and then as you progress if you if you pair these uh characters together on the battlefield it can also create you know bonus stats and everything like that it's just it's just addicting man the the really the really sad thing about it though is like i've gotten to a point where i'm like when i'm talking to characters and if i pick the wrong just like in persona if you pick the wrong uh choice in the dialogue uh their the stat doesn't increase like your relationship with the character doesn't increase so i would i would always like freaking restart the game just to make sure i picked the right choice but the problem is the fire emblem uh three houses it's startup time is it takes forever dude <laughs> oh it does i was like what like the initial start or in general like just the loading screens in general it, it takes it takes a while like i think i timed it i think it was like 30 seconds or more jeez and now now imagine trying to like go th- go to each to every single character and then trying to talk to them and they're trying to pick the right choices and they keep messing up so you have to keep restarting the game no maybe they did it on purpose they say oh oh you want to restart wait you're gonna wait you're right it's a deterrent i mean it kind of got to a point where some of them i would just let it slide like i, would, I didn't bother restarting because dude the freaking hardware is struggling with that game as much as i love uh Fire Emblem Three Houses. I will say the game has a tendency to chug in certain places. Like you can see the frame rate drop. You, you can start to hear the fans and the switch starting to, you know, go full blast. Because <laughs> I'm mostly oh, I'm mostly playing in handheld <laughs> mode. <laughs> oh dang! You hear in hand? Usually I don't hear like when I'm playing on like the dock. Usually I hear like more when it's like the fans, but I don't, usually don't hear it like in handheld mode. Yeah, they are really pushing the hardware with this game, like the amount of content that's in it, and you can definitely see it. It's kind of weird because in the combat itself, it, it's it's fine for the most part. Like it's pretty smooth in the combat scenes, but like when you're exploring the monastery, it's just like you can just hear that thing chugging, <laughs> like it's it's gasping for air. <laughs> <laughs> but man it's just i, I don't know it, it makes me kind of worried about future nintendo games like if they if they plan to go even if they plan to be even more ambitious with their titles because the, that switch hardware man is it's really being pushed to its limit kind of like with breath of the wild too like some areas you can just hear that thing choking <laughs> but overall though still one of my favorite games i played this year I think it's a good entry point for uh, Fire Emblem newcomers. I, I would say, I would still say Awakening is still a, a, a cleaner entry point into the series because there's not as much, um, I don't know, I want to say content. There's not as many mechanics to deal with. It's, it's more simplified. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you're willing to put in the time, uh, you know, you're interested in the series, I would say Three Houses is still a pretty good uh, entry point. So I'd recommend it, man. It's It's, it's a good time. I would throw it in the backlog. Throw it in the backlog. <laughs> uh, so this is so many like games coming out, and and, still... and what do we say to those games? <laughs> throw it in the throw it in the backlog. <laughs> oh man, there are man. There are so many games coming out this year, and there are games that have already come out and we still haven't touched either. What? What are you talking about? For me, Sekiro, I want to play that Judgment game. 
the one that people keep talking about. It's kind of like the Yakuza series. I I've seen that at Walmart. I was like, wow, that's a, that's a full price game. <laughs> I, I, for, it's weird because when it came out, I think a week afterwards, Walmart did like a $20 off deal on it. It was weird. Did they like change it? Because it was like, or what's that? It's probably, Best Buy. It's probably 60 now. Maybe it was Best Buy. I don't know. Oh no! Actually, I went. Yeah, it was at Best Buy. I seen it. Oh, man, it's like so many games, and you have Death Stranding coming out pretty oh, soon. Oh, and then the Catherine game. I'm, oh, I'm Catherine! Getting... I think I'm gonna pick it up. <laughs> I think I'm getting that. I was on the. I was, like I was on have the fence a lot more content it. too. Yeah, and they even bought the uh, original voice cast to redub to do dub for more of the scenes. Under Night in Birth. This is a fighting game that I picked up after watching Evil, which happened last week. That was a really good Evil, showing many great games that's coming out. And some games I was interested in, which was Undernight was one of them. It's a 2D visual novel and fighting game. So it's actually a, it's been really fun playing through it. It has like elements from a lot of anime games. I know you played one, Tubby, which was the Persona Arena games, right? Yeah. It's made by Arc Systems, isn't it, this game? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 they're just the publisher. But definitely has that Arc Systems, like, feel in terms of the combat. Oh, yeah. This is by French Bread. French Bread? <laughs> <laughs> it was what? pretty good. French Bread? Yeah. Yeah. French Bread in a eco software. Oh, wow. That's actually their name. That's pretty cool. And they developed like the an older series. It was Multi Blood, so that was like a really, uh, I would say, I wouldn't say like underrated, but it was definitely a game that not like a lot of people played. Kind of like Psychonauts, like it's a good game, and people knew about it, but it's like it still didn't like sell well or like like a hidden not gem, like a ton, kinda. I mean, I mean, it's like. And if you're in a fighting game community, you probably wouldn't know it. But like outside of that, it's not like it doesn't have like a wide known like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Oh, or... I see. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But this is like playing through the game and the way the game feels. It's a nice combination between like Street Fighter and like um, like a Guilty Gear game. Yeah, uh, the 2D. It has like, mecha- it has like mechanics that are like that takes from both so it deals with a lot of stuff like in the neutral and like a lot of poking and a lot of uh hit confirming and a lot of stuff with that while also having a lot of mechanics like ear dodging and also like the grid system which is an interesting tug of war system in the game so it's kind of like you have this grid on the bottom of the screen and both of you Depending on if you attack or defend, it fills up. And that kind of plays like another element because you can do like installs and it activates other mechanics. So it's like a, it's kind of like a, yeah, like a tug of war is probably like the best best thing to kind of describe it. So it's a really different mechanic. And you also have like meter and for like specials and supers and all of that. And it's just a solid game in terms of. Uh, the tutorial is probably like the best tutorial I ever played like in any fighting game. It literally goes from telling you like which button leads into like which combo and which one um like a dash. So if it was like in Smash Brothers, if 
anyone or since you're more familiar with that Mm -hmm. let's just say like it if smash brothers actually had like a really in-depth tutorial telling you like how to do like dash canceling or what buttons lead to like which situations and to combo or how a certain character actually plays or like how you should like approach other characters with that character it tells you like so many things and it took me like just like two days to go through like half of the tutorial and that's like playing for like probably like four hours each time oh man so it's like really in depth with, and that's for each character it shows like it has like an overall tutorial then it's like a character tutorials. individual character oh, that's pretty that cool. goes in it's crazy how much detail because you don't ever see that and too many fighting games besides like Skull Girls or Killer Instinct. And this is nice. That's like a standard that I wish every fighting game would have. And just the characters themselves. I'll try every character. And I'm down to two now. Lene and Wagner. Those are two characters that are really fun. And I really enjoyed them so far. And I know my friend, he picked up the game. He's going to play it soon. So... It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm always like interested in fighting games. And it's, it's kind of funny. At one point, I was like, man, I should just base the channel off of fighting games. <laughs> you did. It's called Bubsy. What? <laughs> what? Uh-oh. <laughs> Bubsy. You know, you know what's really funny about this game, though? When I first saw a mm-hmm. screenshot of it, I don't know why. Okay, maybe just my mind working in a weird way. But you know that girl with the... Like the yellow jacket and like the reddish hair. I don't double swords. Uh, yeah. Is it the character I was playing that actually. Yeah, the two swords. Played. I thought that was freaking yeah. Velma from <laughs> Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's because she has the same like c- the color scheme. Yellow and brown hair. Yeah. All if you gave mm. her glasses, I would have been like, "Holy cow, man! Is that a new Scooby Doo fighting game?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I never thought about that, but okay. <laughs> And then the other character, the other main character, I was telling Noxa about this. Uh, it looks like freaking Yu Narukami from Persona 4 in that in the Persona 4 fighting game. I don't know why, just from like a distance when I first saw those characters, I was like, is that Velma fighting a Persona character? <laughs> <laughs> is this a Mugen? Oh, man. I don't know. I just, I just thought that was pretty funny. Anyways. Oh <laughs> But yeah, there's like a, I've been enjoying it a lot, playing through some of the arcade now, trying to learn and memorize everything because it's definitely a lot of uh, memorization because the only other anime game I played besides that was like Guilty Gear. I remember that. I went, and Dragon Ball Fighters. Those were the only two I really like played. Where, uh, where where'd you pick it up on Steam? Uh, I picked it up on PS4 during the sale. It's only $15. Oh, so, good. Yeah. A lot of game, a lot of fighting games during Evo were on sale. It's still on sale until like the 20th. So, yeah. It's, uh, That's good. I couldn't like say no to that price. Been good. Put it in the backlog. What? But it's kind of weird when, with a fighting <laughs> game. It's kind of like. When does it's it end? Really a backlog? <laughs> it's like it never ends. <laughs> I think uh, I think a good play, good way to measure it is like if you're just maybe if you get through all the characters' stories, I guess that's like the 
the easiest way to consider it being done but i mean there's a lot of course you could keep playing it forever and there's a lot to like master but i guess for someone who's like you know casual and they just want to see the story i guess that's a way i'm, I'm assuming it has something like that right like an like arcade mode you get through yeah, it, it and then there's like story segments okay there's like there's a couple of things but actually there's a lot of there's time attack or score there's actually a lot of different decent amount modes. of modes yeah volleyball what Tekken? <laughs> hey, that was fun. Tekken volleyball. Uh, fun fact. They actually created that out of I forgot. I think it was like out of spite because they were trying to like create a different mode, and they just left it in. And then apparently people liked it, so they kept <laughs> like they kept it. But originally it was like this supposed to be like it's kind of this is a joke. Oh, okay. It was like mechanics they were trying to do. And then it just turned out people started to love it. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's like with the Call of Duty Nazi zombies. It's supposed to start off as a a little side Easter egg in the Call of Duty World at War game. And the next thing you know, people fell in love with it. And then it spun off into its own series. That's pretty funny. I just love it when that happens. (laughs) Does that. It's nice stuff well those are my games and tubby's games yeah nothing sorry no third one from me no third one from tubby <laughs> next time we do this is gonna be fire emblem again <laughs> <laughs> fire emblem for like a whole month <laughs> oh exactly and then i'm just gonna keep uh talking about where it chugs i'll give you specific coordinates and areas <laughs> Oh man. So, well, I guess for the closing topic of this week, we can talk about a nostalgia topic. All right. Which is uh, something I just picked out of a lot of things that we have on our list. And this one is talking about games we found through renting. Through renting. (laughs) Games we found through renting. And I, I guess, unlike Tubby, I found like a lot. Of games during uh, when I was younger, renting a lot of stuff. Oh. But Tony got a couple here. You got a couple. You know what, Tony? Like Let's start it off. Let's <laughs> start it off. All here. right, these are these are the games I was renting back when I was a kid. <laughs> it's weird because most of the games that I uh, rented, this is these are the blockbuster days, Hollywood video days. And every time I'd rent a game, it'd usually be because like I would have friends or family coming over or i would always try to look for like a cooperative game because most of the games that i would buy would usually be single player and uh but yeah here we go here's the first one i i rented was nicktoons unite now this game mm, it's a masterpiece imagine like diablo (laughs) but with nickelodeon characters (laughs) you know you had spongebob i think the characters were spongebob danny phantom Jimmy Neutron and uh, I think Timmy Turner from Fairly Odd Parents. Can can you guess which character I picked? Jimmy Neutron. Oh yeah, see he knows me. I I, I did Jimmy Neutron. Freaking brain blast! (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't remember. All I remember from Jimmy Neutron's playstyle was he was kind of like the like the the ranged character. Like if you played Diablo, he's he's like similar to like the Demon Hunter. He was like DPS, but like long range. SpongeBob was SpongeBob and Danny Phantom, I believe, were the close range melee fighters. And then I think 
Timmy Turner was also long range. It was a weird game. It was really fun. Don't ask me what the plot was because I think it was just something about like all the villains gathering together to take over the world or something. But don't quote me on that. It's been a while since I played it. But I just remember like having a fun time. And it was definitely... I, it's weird because we, me and my friend, we rented this game like shortly after we stopped playing Digimon World 4. And I'm not going to say my uh, opinion about that <laughs> game because last time I did, I got a lot of hate on it. So let's move on to the next game. <laughs> next game was Attack the Great Juju Challenge. Noxa actually played this with one, one of my mm-hmm. cousins a couple years back. And it's kind of like, how would you describe it? It's like a third person action platformer kind of game yeah that's a good way to describe it and i believe that game was co-op and i believe god do you even do you even remember the story of the game like what was the purpose uh, uh <laughs> juju <laughs> challenge there were, <laughs> there were juju challenges <laughs> i don't know why they were doing the challenges but i know okay correct me correct me if i'm wrong but i do remember them going up against like a another team and they were just you know they're being it, it was like a team that you hated like uh, the, those guys were being rude are we allowed to swear in your videos i i can't i can't tell yes of course <laughs> it's not even a swear word but th- these guys were douchebags do you do you remember that at all was there another team you're going up against in that game well if you want to go to the plot it says the game begins with summoning a player into the pig pen and tells them that the Village is the host of Great Juju Challenge. In the first 60 years, uh, Attack and Lock should now be blah, 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 blah. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, apparently oh. Attack and Lock are looking for a phoenix so they can get a feather to enter the challenge. After the woodies and learn their power, they finally catch up to the phoenix. Uh, feather? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sounds like you just made all that up. <laughs> uh-huh. Once again, they must go through three challenges in the Proving Ground. So, oh, you're right. Once again, Team Black. Oh, so there's like Team Black Mist. Yeah. So there are teams. Guys. You are right. And then each of them like represented, represented like a different group or tribe. It was just entertaining. It, it, it was funny playing that game. I don't remember much about it, but I just remember it being a good time. But yeah, those are the two games I rented. There were probably more, but I really can't think of any off the top of my head. So there you go. That's it. I guess so. You can take the you can take the floor now. Wow, these are just like some games I rented. Otherwise, this would be like uh, a fifty-minute epic. <laughs> <laughs> but the first game, which was one of the first games I can remember renting, besides like maybe like two on the Super Nintendo, but this one was Bomberman Hero. I'm not sure if you ever heard of that or seen that Toby, for the Nintendo 64. Oh, I remember this game. Yeah, that was the first time I played a Barman game. Mm-hmm. It was a single-player like platformer uh, in 3D. It was much different from Bomberman 64, which was more of a... Tra- not really traditional, but it didn't really have jumping or anything like that. So in this one, there was uh, somewhat of a story. It was a weird story. It's kind of like similar to like Star Wars in a way. Dang. Oh, this so, this, this was a masterpiece. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I recently looked back at the game. I mean, like a lot of N64 games, 
it's not the best to look at, what? but it still has some really what? What? Uh-oh. Excuse me. I will have you know, Super Mario sixty four looks way better than Mario Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say that with a straight face. Okay, go on. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's like uh, uh, four worlds, and I remember the last boss being really creepy when I was a kid. It's like this machine <laughs> owl looking thing, and uh, I don't know that guy. That, that, uh, I still remember like that specific boss. To this day, like it's weird how I remember that, but it's like I can't remember too much else about the game. Besides, like you throw bombs, obviously, and you have different abilities, and there's also like um, there's no multiplayer actually. It's all single one. player. Yeah, it's all single player one. Did they ever make a game like this ever again, or was this like a one time deal? Mm, I'm not sure if they did, because. This is the only one I played, and after that, I didn't, like, touch any more, like, Bomberman-related things. Must have been that final boss. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. And then, also, in that whole game, surprisingly, it takes place after the story of Super Bomberman 3, so that's uh, that's interesting. That's, that's a thing. <laughs> Gotta brush up on our Bomberman lore. <laughs> uh, Bomberman's gonna be in Smash one day. As a real character, <laughs> I don't know. I still find that weird that he's not a like a character. That still seems like a, a important character. Yeah, I wonder why. To be like a main one, not a sis trophy. Probably, and it would be pretty fun too to see what kind of mechanics it can come with. I feel like that that'd be its own separate video too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Smash but characters. Smash characters. Which ones? Which ones should be in there? All right, let's go. Beautiful Joe. <laughs> Beautiful Joe. Heck that was yeah. the next one. This one I can actually Dude. contribute to. <laughs> oh, there we go. One word. Well, not one word. One boss that scarred me until this day. And that was the Fire Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that boss? Well, let me, let me get a picture of him real quick. Fire okay. Leo. I think if I see what it looks like. Oh, yep. I know this guy. Dude, that boss was a hard. I think that was the hardest boss in the game for me. I remember it as a kid. I think uh, it took like uh, two days to beat that boss. <laughs> <laughs> like if I ever had to make a list of like the hardest bosses I ever fought, that would definitely be like probably in the top five. Dang. Just because of having to dodge freaking fireballs uh, and the like meteor things dropping on you. And then you have to dodge his spinning with your slow motion and then your speed. There's, that there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Dude, that, that, was, that boss is insane. Man. Especially, like, when you're a kid, you know, and you're not, like, familiar. Like, maybe now it might not be as hard, maybe. But I remember the bosses in general being hard and, and like, Beautiful uh, beautiful Joe 1 and 2. I remember the game just overall being, you know, pretty challenging for its time. Then again, maybe I was just terrible at the game. <laughs> I don't know. I looked at comments and like other posts, and they said that game was really hard. Okay, so so, so it's not just it's not just us. This game mm-hmm. was so unique, though. Holy cow! Like that is I've never seen that before. Like they're using film, and then you can do slow mo. It's like literally like an action movie, basically, like an action superhero movie, and you can manipulate like t- 
time and speed. It was great, man. There's still no game that's ever done that, right, since then? That I can think of that use fast forward. I mean, I know there's games that use fast forward and slow motion, but not in like an action style like that, right? Yeah. And the the game still looks pretty good, too. Well, most, mostly because it didn't it didn't try to go for the whole realistic <laughs> CG visuals, but instead it went for like a comic book style. The, the game, in terms of its visual appeal, it, it aged pretty well. That's a nice game. It's like, I really wish they remastered that and put on the Switch. Did you ever play the oh sequel? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, play, I, I played, I don't think I beat it, but I did play through like a little bit of it. Yeah, and that one you could play as like Sylvia. Which was like his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fun too. Good games. Uh, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember that too much. I don't know why. That's uh, okay. The first one is the one people remember the most. But um, yeah, I really recommend anyone check that out. I hope they put they should really like remaster that and put it on the Switch. I'll actually buy that. Oh, don't worry, they will when he gets to the Smash Brothers. Oh, that's such a good character, too, isn't it? Oh, he fit, fit well in the Smash universe. Oh my goodness, man! We're gonna have to like make a. We're gonna have to make another episode. <laughs> that's talking about characters that would really fit well. With the up- updated list. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the final one that I rented that I have on this list was Wind Waker, and this one took me like. Three rentals, I think, to actually beat it. Wait, did you rent it back to back? Yeah, I did. Oh man. I mean, Wind Waker. This was the first Zelda game besides Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, which I played but I never owned. I always borrowed those from friends or played at my friend's house. But Wind Waker is the first one I completed by myself uh, as a kid. That was like my favorite one mm-hmm. up to like twilight princess but i still like really that's still the second my second favorite one just because of playing it during like uh, a time when i was like going through a lot of stuff as a kid and it was just nice playing through the game and exploring the waters i love uh spending 10 hours exploring the water heck yeah <laughs> what you do is you just you just hit that x button you let the <laughs> let your sail uh, come out and then you just start eating something for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that being like the only annoying thing. Like this. It was like really tedious with the selling. I heard in the new one, they they unlock, they give you a fast sale or something that reduces the travel time by like half. Yeah. Cause it was pretty, uh, pretty long. Nope. Then you would get like in fights with like a giant octopus. Ah, good times. But oh my goodness, I just love playing through that entire game, and just the the art is really it still holds up, just like Beautiful Joe, still a nice looking one. It's kind of crazy because everybody hated this game <laughs> when it first came know, out. There's so much backlash. Out, it's because the art was different from the other. It's weird because when you go back to the Super Nintendo one, Link to the Past, mm-hmm. that had the arts well i didn't have that art style but i still had like a cartoony art style yeah so i, I was just surprised true. while like i guess people just got used to like the ocarina majora's mask yeah, yeah look. Mm-hmm. i mean uh, eventually they they fixed they well i wouldn't say fixed because 
I want this game doesn't need to be fixed, but they uh, address those concerns with Twilight Princess. But then people start complaining again, saying that Twilight Princess was too familiar, was too similar to <laughs> Ocarina of Time. So maybe I don't know what people want. It's confusing. But <laughs> wait, wait, really? People said that. Yeah, pe- people were saying it's, it's too similar. Because if you look at it, it's it's it is similar. Hyrule Field. You go through the. You have a level with the Gorons. I think there were Zora also in that game too. Zora's domain. So it was like a reimagining of the uh, Ocarina of Time game. Hmm. But I mean, I I still enjoyed it. I liked it. Oh, I, yeah, I really love that. That was a dark game. <laughs> but literally, yeah, I think it was edgy. <laughs> but it, it was great though. Looking at uh seeing link in a new art style like that he was so expressive too remember all of his like funny facial a- facial animations and i enjoyed it it was, it was it was definitely a lot more lighthearted. That, like that that first level when you start off on your home island like offset island that or was, something that was nice that was different than like any other one that was, like that the was, island. That was, that was a nice setting i want to stay on that island and eat my grandma's soup <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to leave <laughs> Oh, and then they remade it for the Wii U. Did you ever get to play that one? No, because, no. you know, the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. The Wii U is fine. <laughs> it's just I didn't, I didn't, uh, well, at the time, I didn't really have the money like I do now. Uh-huh. I, so, Are you still I've hoping it. for a Switch port? Oh, if it was on Switch, I would buy it. I would. It looks so nice on the Wii U. It does. Like, like wow. I was like surprise how good it looks because uh, you have it right uh unfortunately it's uh <laughs> it's installed on the hardware oh hey that means your wii u is, <laughs> has value is it has value right <laughs> yeah technically but still game looks I look game yeah from what i played i only played to the second island you know the second major island you go to that it's not like the volcan the volcanic no the the village or oh, that's more like a town village. It's it's been a, well. I haven't played since <laughs> I don't GameCube, so it's been. How a about while. this? Remember that town with the pigs? Yes. Yeah that that town, and then there's an auction house and everything. Yeah that town. Oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah that place. I only played to that area, but man, the the visuals insane. And, and you think that you think they wouldn't able to you wouldn't be able to make it look any better, but for some reason I don't know what they did. Like maybe it's the lighting or. They enhance the textures, but holy cow, that game looks so good. Hopefully, it does it has a switch port? That'd be nice. Oh, I would. I definitely would love to see that on the switch. And uh, I guess that's all of the games that we thought about, that we rented, and that we yeah. actually played. We're hitting, we're, we're hitting mm, that one hour. That mark. one hour mark. <laughs> one hour epic. Here we go. So. I hope everyone that you played some good games this week, whether it be uh, Bubsy, Paws on Fire, or Spider-Man, or uh, what are kids playing these days? Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah, let us know in the comments. No, no I'm just kidding. This is not a, this is not a video. Edit. Uh, I'm also editing, editing this. Make sure you edit it. <laughs> sure. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this podcast. Thanks, Tubby, for joining me on this episode. It was fun. 
I love I love going through nostalgia trips. Always good times. And if you want to check out any of our YouTube channels, then you can find me at Now That's Gaming on YouTube, and you can find Tubby. Where can they find you? You can find me at my favorite place to eat, the Tubby Sandwich on YouTube. Yeah, he does some really good unboxings. I don't even know if they're called unboxings. <laughs> Are they unboxings? Shoot. Uh, I don't know. That's what you're having your title. I, I, I guess so. <laughs> We're just going to go with that. <laughs> uh, but if you like to see like game cases and stuff, right? Yeah, pretty much. If you like to look at, if you like to see, uh, you know, what games look like. <laughs> I guess, man, it makes you feel so old. Back in the day. If you like to see what games look like back in the day. <laughs> with the packaging and the manual and the art that goes along with it. Definitely take a look. And music. Good music too. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, then feel free to leave a good rating or horrible rating if you, <laughs> if you didn't like our, if you didn't like uh we don't like you. But you know, it's fun. And hopefully we can continue this going forward. It's a lot of different topics and cool stuff. So you can find this on Podbean iOS and Google Play. Until next time, everyone, eat a sandwich. Yeah, take care, everybody.